0: Welcome to (laughs) Right
1: Now. Welcome to Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie Fright Night, one minute at a time. I'm Robin, and welcome back on this Friday from the Real Jaws Minute, Jeremy Sternhagen and Tyson Ferris. Hello. Ahoy, ahoy. TGIF, everybody. Thank God it's Fright. This is Minute... (laughs) 90 of uh, (laughs) Fright Night. It begins with Charlie feeding Billy steak and ends with a smoky skull. Man, I love that skull. Uh, it's a Good skull. <laughs> it's a really good skull. You've been waiting to ask this. I'll just get right to it. Uh, Jonathan Stark has the skull. Uh, he did not show it to us. Uh, we didn't really ask. We're just like, thank you for being on our podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, apparently, uh, I think it's I think Tom Holland. You know, Tom Holland has a huge Fright Night collection. He has the bat, um, and uh, there was even a point where uh, you know my my co-host actually. Uh, Uh, illustrated a a children's book for him. Um, So that's how we have that kind of connection. And uh, he suddenly found Peter Vincent's jacket on like eBay and immediately told Tom Holland, but he could not get to it before, uh, before it was sold. So, but he is, he is a person that's, you know, an avid collector of uh, stuff from Fright Night. And uh, Mm. I guess Jonathan Stark has had Billy's skull for like, and has been promising to give it to Tom for years, but it never actually has, (laughs) you know, <laughs> I don't know if it's like just they haven't made the connection or they forget or whatever, but it's fun fact. Mm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, at the beginning of this minute, before this skull appears, uh, welcome to your first kill, Charlie. This 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 happens. Charlie oh, yeah. stakes Billy, pierces him. Well,
0: uh, is he really killing something though?
1: Yeah, he's already dead. Oh, so okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know if you want to unpack that right uh, away. Is he killing some? He's killing an animate uh, an animated uh, <laughs> body that is uh, something's going on in there Um, a Jonathan Stark actually did tell us that he had to go to commissary with that steak in him and just kind of had a really hard time eating. They like called cut and they were like, "All right, lunch." <laughs> I was like, "Can, can I get the? Oh, well, we got to do more with that later." All right. <laughs> uh, That's great. Yeah. But, so yeah, he gets pierced through the. It looks like the like a, the top of his left lung. Um, I don't know if it quite hits his heart, um, yeah. but
0: yeah, it looks like it's a bit off to the side.
1: Yeah. And so he drops Peter and kind of stumbles back. And, you know, Peter falls to this carpeted stairs. But yet again, I'm like, oh, is he OK? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, this
2: this whole sequence, the sorry to just jump yeah, in to see this whole sequence, along with the previous uh, Evil Ed demise, are I don't want to call them 80s tropes, but they're the two things that really identify, in my mind, this movie as something of the 80s. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Evil Ed scene, mainly because like werewolf transformation scenes were like sp- the special effects practical special effects had really reached a zenith with American Werewolf in London. Yeah,
0: that felt very American Werewolf to the Yeah, London. so mm-hmm.
2: it almost felt like the, the who's who of Hollywood effects. It's almost like Richard Edlund was, gonna go, was going, to go oh yeah, Rick Baker? Let me show you what I can do. <laughs> yeah. And then this scene... It's like, falls. oh
0: yeah, Savini? What about this? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. And then this scene falls along the same lines where it's like, you know, gremlins, Ghostbusters. Like, you have to have your green goo Melting, you know, you had Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of you're just like, okay. Is there anything more
0: 80s than slime? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Can't do that until well, you know, uh, uh, you know, like you said, Richard Adland, we he was previously working on Ghostbusters, and there's some Ghostbusters connections in this movie. Uh, yeah, but uh, I love I love how green that slime is, it's yeah. Some good stuff.
0: This movie almost like it's... I remember you could buy little vats of gr- green slime that looked just yeah. like this, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I had two toys that that that, that had it that uh, that it worked with, and there was uh, there was a, one was a, a He Man uh, like torture device of skeletal. And it had this skull head. Oh yeah! And you would pour the slime in the top of the head, and then it would open up and drip over your uh, shaved up <laughs> he man. <laughs> and uh, that was awesome. And then, and then my uh, my other one was uh, there was an alien autopsy, and it was this alien creature, and it uh, uh, it didn't look like one of the little gray men, uh-huh. but uh, oh. <laughs> it, it it was more cartoonish. But it, it had all these organs that fit in just so. But you would you would put layers of Organs and then slime, slime. and then organs. And anyway, and then you can open the whole thing up and like take the organs out. It was all slimy and gross. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyway, uh. I loved both. I loved both those things. Yeah. yeah. And that, I mean, you could, I don't know if this feels like it dates the movie because it's using the conventional like cutaway, like show a shot, cut to the reaction, show a shot. But that's, I love that movie for this reason. Like just that it is full of uh, this 80s. This is wonderful practical effects. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice. Like, I'll yeah. take this over Siege. I'm one of those guys who's like, oh, I like this better
1: than CG. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it, it's cool because it works. I think it works towards the story. The cutaways, you know. Obviously, they're cutting it up so they they're doing that one effects thing, get that set, and then set it up for the next effects thing, you know, and and then obviously edit it all together. But I, I, just to get Charlie and and Peter's reaction to what the hell is going on in front yeah. of them. I mean, I can't imagine. So what the hell is happening? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like, so he starts to leak green and. you know, just going by second by second, I was like, so where's what it's like leaking beside him. So my first question was like, where is this? What is this stuff? And where is it coming from? Because it's, it's deliberately leaking next to him. But then when he raises his right hand, we see that that's dissolving into green slime. So it's like, Oh, so that must've been his left hand.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause yeah, his eye line actually matches that. And
2: I I love that Billy Cole is actually like, does that when you see the Next to him, Billy Cole does the. He looks. Yeah, almost like <laughs> is that me? Yeah. Well, th- that's what
0: I was saying. Is the eyeline totally matching? In yeah. fact, um, uh, and then I. Uh, this is um, uh, this is my second Back to the true moment.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. He
0: puts
1: up his hand, and it
0: starts to disappear yes. in front
2: of them. Yeah.
1: Those are actually uh, so, uh, women's hands <laughs> <laughs> inside Jonathan Stark size uh, models. Uh, you know. Oh yeah. So it, <laughs> Awesome, um,
0: but yeah, that's 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 my other Back to the Future uh, uh, thing. That was, it was, I mean, I mean, uh, almost the exact same framing, almost the exact same sort of effect. Like,
1: uh, yeah, it's just really cool. So, so, so for this part, they have this is Jonathan Stark. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the the melting, sliming stuff. Um, I'm, you know, again, listeners, sorry. I figure I should do the tell the story again uh, that you. probably already heard the Jonathan Stark interview, but it, it's uh, it's this minute is hilarious because of this. I mean, so so Jonathan shoot, shot this. He was he's covered in green and red gore. And uh, when they were done, he was like, hey, uh, can I get a shower? Uh, and you get a shower here. And they were like, no, sorry. And there's a there's a plumbing problem in the building. So we had to get in his car and drive home, just looking just covered in this goop, you know. I'm sure he did his best to maybe take, take a paper towel and wipe it off but he looked he, <laughs> so he says on his way home he realized the car was about to run out of gas so he pulled into a full service gas station and he says quote some guy comes out and when he looked at me he turned white he gave me the gas but when I left I saw him on the phone and I'm sure he was calling the cops <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure he looked like he came from a murder scene you know <laughs> Perfect, totally <That's> crazy. <laughs> so, so yeah the, then we panned down to his ankles and green slime is just spilling from his pants and onto the stairs. I, I can't help but, you know, take it to almost potty humor when I see like dribbling next to a shoe or dribbling gook coming out of the bottom <laughs> of somebody's pants. Just, I'm just like, you know what, dude, get to the bathroom. I don't
2: know. <laughs> but, this whole sequence, really, it it I think anyone you could debate on this. Like, does this scene go on a little too long? Does it push it a little <laughs> too far? Is it a little too uh, gratuitous? I I
0: I didn't think so. No,
2: but I yeah. That's well, I being like someone who appreciates the effects work, I'm just going with like, more, more, yeah.
0: More. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if this was Temple, let's just say if this was Temple of Doom, it would have gone on twice as long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I love the scream that he lets out. It's just said, "Ah!" Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so <laughs> pathetic. Um. Okay, so this is another uh, Robin Reeds moment. I'm sorry. Uh, so I got this from uh, Cinephex magazine. And uh, they say that, you know, in interviews with Tom Holland, the intentions for Evil Ed's de- demise were intended to inspire pity. But with Billy, it was horrified shudders. He says, quote, Everyone is tired of dying. T- t- tired of dying. That was a misread. Everyone is terrified of dying. <laughs> That's, that sounds better. Uh, we will all eventually end up like Billy does. at the end of those 30 seconds, and that's very primal. Seeing a body turn into a corpse right in front of you is more terrifying than anything that could happen in terms of rubber effects or face blowing up. It was simply a slow revelation of the skeleton underneath the surface, and I wanted the additional lime green element because green represents putrefaction. Mm.
2: Nice. So they're trying to tell us like this is somewhat representative of natural decay, although at an accelerated state. Yeah. <laughs> I've always read it more as like he's a he's a demon beast and okay, then this what's the sand? <laughs> Well, that, that he's turning to dust, kind of like... Uh, oh, so
0: you see it as kind of a dust-to-dust sort of
2: biblical well, I just... Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I always read it as, yes, there's a, it's a natural decay thing going on, but also, like, his skull has, like, raised eyebrows. Like, there's clearly a... Demo, you know, there's, like... It's a, also a black skeleton. Right. So there's it's a fantastic... one of a skull. God. It's not 100% natural decay. Like, yeah. there's clearly, yeah. like... This, this very much
0: reminded me, actually, to bring up Evil Dead again, uh, this very much reminded me of the uh, skeleton.
2: Skeletons. Like that skull is with the eyebrows, is yeah, very much the unnatural. It's not a real anatomically correct no. skull. <laughs> nor is Billy Cole's. No yeah.
0: skulls don't scowl. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, Billy Cole's skull is is pissed up. It's angry. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the eye sockets are mad. Yeah. You want some uh, more technical stuff? I have here, um, oh, please. Yeah. So uh, this is from Cineffects Magazine as well. Um, Originally, the effects team came up with the idea to swell and distort the head, but Tom wanted the head to melt. So they made a head made of rubber with portions cast in gelatin. However, they used multicolored gelatin that varied in consistency because they felt that straight gelatin would make it look like something out of House of Wax. They had a puppeteer who animated the head with rods and cables as they used heat guns to melt the gelatin. The gelatin ended up getting the puppeteer all messy. He got covered in the stuff. And then they shot it against a blue screen at 12 frames per second and then composited it into a live-action background plate they set up on the set of...
0: That's, their- a, that's a composite. Mm.
2: It's a very convincing one, isn't it? I would have never thought that. That is yeah. very well done. Yeah, it helps when the background is out.
0: Yeah, but man, oh man, that's a really good composite. Well yeah. done, guys. Jeez, I would have never known that. I thought that was literally done on set. Yeah,
2: it looks great.
1: Yeah, I have a photo of it. Um... I'm looking at a still of it
0: right oh, now. Oh, you are? Okay. You can't, was, yeah. you, can't, you can't tell that that's a blue screen. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, oh! From the from the movie, yeah, 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 yeah. I have actually a behind the scenes shot. I, I oh, whatever cool. social media we have uh, when we yeah. do this, uh, um, you know, maybe I'll put it up on Post Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'll send it to you guys. Um, to to jump quick outside of this minute, yeah.
2: I just I another memory that just popped into my head is another memory when I first watched this movie. I had no idea what I was getting into, and any time I watch a movie like that. It really helps the experience. Like, I knew what the cover said. Like, and there's this weird skull face over a house. Mm-hmm. And I had someone had mentioned to me that it was good. And my very distinct memory of the first time I saw this movie was that it's really good. It's very, like, kind of tame, PG, of course, not seeing, you know, missing the boob scene on the first viewing. Mm-hmm. It, like, but, I, but I'm what the point is, is that when I got to the Evil Ed scene where he jumps out of bed with the Raggedy Ann yep. wig on, starting with the that then going to the werewolf death yep. then going to this <laughs> then going to what's next and we'll, I won't go there mm-hmm. but you know what I'm talking about yeah. but just the from from the evil ed scene to the end of the movie it's not that the movie like totally shifts but it's all of a sudden like the, you be, you you enter into this effects extravaganza, yeah, yeah. Not for the sake of a, effects extravaganza, but just the movie, like the slow burn, the slow build. That the movie has been. It all seemed up very
0: organic to
2: me. Yes, uh, it's very organic, but just the final thirty minutes of the movie is just boom, 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 <laughs> and it's these every single scene is like that scene alone could have like held up the third act of the movie as an amazing scene. Yeah, yeah. right. But but you get like four or five of them like it's it's just you know it's 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 a hat on a hat on a hat on a hat like in a good way in a good way yeah you know uh so it's a bad analogy yeah um, yeah i
1: was gonna say hat on a hat's usually you bad. know what I mean? it's it's just <laughs> it's yeah. not a bad hat harry
2: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the the evil ed. i remember sorry quick uh, uh here's an aside to an aside uh, i'll always remember that the you know that the poster for this movie is fantastic but i'll always remember that a video store that i remember from the 90s had a, a had a, a vhs copy of this where the cover was evil ed with the skull with the cross in his head oh really and I, I always remember seeing that cover going like wow no one is going to rent that <laughs> like that looks like just some <laughs> sleaze trash movie you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and i yeah anyway I should find the, that. In, uh,
0: uh, uh, in, in preparation for this, uh, I was I was uh, watching uh, you know the links that you sent to us uh, on my iPad, uh, and I'm sitting on the couch, and wife is across from me
2: in, in a different chair. And uh, oh yeah, look at that! That so is starring Tyson, the poster, the, 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 the bad VHS.
0: That cover. is why would you use that exactly? right?
1: <laughs> you should look up the the the, the poster to Nine Seven Six Evil, which is also starring Stephen Jeffries, which is also a very hideous. Cover where it's like it's pretty much the same yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I think I I think I've seen the one is it where he's kind of like he's got kind of tears coming out of his eyes
2: yeah, yeah. just the huge flared teeth yeah the burnt head anyway my wife could not
0: handle listening to this <laughs> the, the screaming no. of Billy oh um, <laughs> just all the gurgling <laughs> oh, slurgling you? she's no she was not watching oh, it just she's going to just shot. hear it <laughs> and she's like are you done yet because I like, you know, watch it like two or three times you know in a row one she's more like, time Whoa. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, "Good God, that sounds awful." (laughs) He's
2: dying, honey. Yeah, supposed to sound that.
1: So, Uh, I don't think we've defined what Billy is yet, though. (laughs) No, we have not. Uh, That's actually no. You know, the the sand? sand, Question mark. The sand makes me think of mummies. Is he a mummy? <laughs> like one without the bandages, but you know, imbued with yeah. the powers of immortality. And I, I'd
0: like to posit that uh, he is uh, uh, that he is a golem mm. from a Jewish folk folklore. Uh-huh. Okay, which is a creature made out of uh, inanimate uh, material mm-hmm. uh, that
2: is then made uh, animated by. Yes. And I think that's where the sand comes from. Yeah, the very first yeah. film adaptation of. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein called The Gollum. Hmm. Oh, there you
1: go. Yeah, so. I, of course, remember the X-Files episode, uh, Kaddish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah, there's Mulder, yeah, yeah. Mulder is doing a lot of dark painting, or is, he's, he's looking at a lot of dark paintings, and uh, and there's a Gollum involved. That's all I remember. Uh,
2: it, it, I I just just think he yeah. he's like uh at some point in Jerry's hundreds of thousands of years of existence he he's always had a an assistant and
0: Well and Gollum's Colin, very uh they 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 do the will of their so yeah. they they are very uh, uh they're subservient and they they
2: literally do the bidding yeah. of the maker mm-hmm. so I think he really fits that uh, Yeah he was some guy who Jerry I don't think he's a guy at all Jerry well I think Jerry's you don't think Jerry specifically took a person and Made no, I, mean, I don't. Okay. I think
0: I think he literally made this thing to look like a person. Interesting. To do his bidding. That's where the go- that's, that's
1: one I that's, haven't that's, heard that's, before.
0: That's the golem theory. Is is it's, it's he's literally made out of the dirt and the goop and the stuff, and, and he was just made to do Jerry's stuff, and that's why he yeah he when he's not when he's when he's re- yeah. interacting with any sort of characters, I think he's literally just a, a conduit of Jerry, yep. and uh and he's then a pile of
2: flesh and. Rotted flesh and, bones, and
0: then But you know, when he's when he's skin. doing almost any other time, he's he doesn't seem to be really uh, you know bothered by. It. He seems
2: fairly vacant. Well, yeah. then where does he get? I wonder then if that's. I mean, no matter what's true, but uh,
0: That's just my own theory. Yeah, yeah. I know, uh, well, I think nothing to one back of the this great up. Great really.
2: things about the movie is it, that we're talking about it. We don't need the answer. Like getting the answer would make it would. Oh, you utterly don't. The movie yeah. of some of the fun to know the answer. Uh, but the where so on your line of thinking, Tyson. Where does he get his affectations from? Is that from Jerry or his oh, own? No. All the, you know, like, yeah, Charlie, what's down? Yeah, yeah. Lying, see, see lying lying I just like think, that. I think, like, that's
0: yeah, I think that's utterly Jerry. Yeah,
2: is Jerry just? It's, it's just Jerry having fun
0: because yeah, he's just be sleeping away, and he's like, oh yeah, he's like, let's have some fun. With
1: so, <laughs> see, it's funny. I, I, as a young as a young person watching this movie, I was scared. I mean, I. I knew what Jerry was. He was a classic vampire. But Billy, he was a bully. <laughs> and that kind of scared yeah. me more uh, yeah. than, than Jerry did. Jerry was like, you're, you're a classic vampire. You knew what to expect. I don't know what the hell Billy was, and that bothered me. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Stark. I totally agree. Uh, we asked him what he thinks Billy is, and he's, uh, he's basically like, I have no idea. Everybody asked me. No no clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, In the novelization... That's a good answer. Uh, yeah. It, it, and, and it is fun that, you know, you don't... We don't know. It's fun to talk about. Um, In the novelization, I, they don't s- specify what he is. Uh, but they do point out that uh, Jerry is over three centuries old. And Billy is 113. Like, Jerry in the novelization fumes that all... You know, like, 113 years of, you know, of his service, you know, is, is wasted now or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So... I, but, I mean, it, it's important to note that a wooden stake uh, kills him. So, you know, I, I do wonder if there is, I don't know, you know, there, I, I'm sure there are some vampire movies now I'm not thinking like like the Lost Boys, for instance. I, you know that comes in the future, but you know different vampires die different ways. One explodes, one melts. You know, um, uh, so I wonder if it's just like he is like you know uh, not the head, not a any, you know not as powerful a vampire as Jerry, um, but like a lesser vampire, but also mm-hmm. one that well, he can't dies
0: be a vampire different. at all, right?
1: I don't know. I mean, he doesn't show his teeth. He he's, out he's, he's out during the daytime. He oh be a yeah, at all. you're right. Damn it. I mean, unless he glitters and looks like Robert nah.
0: Pattinson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is total BS, but anyway. Well, I mean, again, again,
1: the, the whole, uh, you know, no offense to the Twilight Minute people, I'm, you know, whoever you are. Uh, <laughs> is there a Twilight Minute? I have no idea. If,
0: if you even
1: exist. If you even exist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, even just like as a half vampire, you know, like and and I, I assume that half vampires can still go out during the day. You know, some somebody is not completely turned, has not had their... I,
0: I just think this really just goes more to my goal. He's not, he's not a vampire
1: at
2: all the, the Francis Ford Coppola Dracula has uh, Gary Oldman walking around in the daylight yeah. with, ah. reduced power, with reduced power
1: hmm. interesting yeah well we don't know what he is but uh <laughs> good, good theories I, I hope I hope we did it, did it justice um so suddenly uh Billy is just an evil black skeleton and I just I wrote a note to myself not a Jack Skellington um <laughs> he's upstairs uh um, uh, <laughs> so uh, it, it, the skeleton collapses back, hitting the stairs and exploding into teeny tiny bones. And I love the fact that the, you, they, they made sure to throw the stake in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> the stake just kind of collapses onto the stairs. Yeah, that is a nice touch. Just a, a nice shot of that viscous, smoky uh, skull just sliding across the tiled floor and then coming to a rest and just kind of yeah. glaring into the camera.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think this. skeleton... Skeleton is very much. Uh, uh, I think this is a little shout out to uh, Harryhausen a little bit because it's very. Oh yeah! Armies. Oh yeah! Exactly oh, yeah. Like yes, yeah. nice. Because they they tend to have that little glary kind of skull as well, <laughs> uh, which then when which then that's uh, also aped and I mentioned it earlier. Uh, uh, Army of Darkness. So, oh right! Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I loved when those whole- they they had those pop up in Game of Thrones as well.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that was my favorite part. of Game of
1: Thrones.
2: <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> angry skeletons
2: uh, i i already mentioned it did i mention it gremlins yeah just the effects having movies of this era this yeah. this is very reminiscent of the the melting gremlin the melting gre- the, well, uh, yeah, the spike at the end of gremlins mm, mm, yeah. very similar sequence
1: uh so and, and so slow it yeah. just takes to t- yeah it takes yeah. its time yeah, yeah. Ah oh, man, I think I have all the trivia I read. I, I've just my my last note here is Peter and Charlie look both tired and disturbed, and who can blame them? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the end of this,
0: that was. The and honestly, I, I don't there. think we'd have this without Tote's face. So yeah, that's true. In uh, in, in Raiders, uh-huh. so
2: oh yeah 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 yeah, what same guy right Edlund? Yeah. So
0: oh but really, I I didn't same know effect.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Richard Edlund did. Yeah, he did Star Wars. He had previously done. Um, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Raiders, Temple of Doom. He also worked on Monster Squad.
1: Uh, Did he write a book? I mean, I need to know these stories.
2: (laughs) Yeah. He had, I think at this point, it was either this movie or not long after this is when he left, um industrial light and magic and formed his own production studio. I think it's called boss films. Mm. And it might've been ghostbusters was his first independent independent. Like he wasn't part of, or it was right after, I don't know. might've been this one, um, right around this time. Anyway, um, yeah, John DeCure also Ghostbusters. So mm-hmm. the, the duo of John Decure and Richard Edmund went for straight from Ghostbusters straight to Fright Night.
1: Yeah, I know Ghostbusters was not ILM.
2: Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's probably boss films. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I think that's a good wrap up to our week and uh really thank you guys for joining me and uh, uh filling the void of my my co-host who is uh off-staking vampires in Transylvania or something uh but uh he I hope to have him back Monday um, but thank you guys so much for uh joining me thanks so much for having us yeah, yeah.
0: it's fun yeah folks uh, get out there uh, uh yeah, take a take a look at the uh, real jazz minute if mm-hmm. you're so inclined yep available wherever fine podcasts are downloaded
1: yep they will be Uh, redoing their minute on the nails across the chalkboard to mention an addendum to them mentioning the deleted scene, how that's definitely Judy Brewster and Charlie Brewster in the music shop. So. (laughs) 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 And I also want to uh, give a quick shout out to the guys behind the Movies by Minutes phenomenon. uh, Alex and Pete from Star Wars Minute. If you want to find more podcasts that cover uh, movies minute by minute, please visit moviesbyminutes.com. And uh, I think that's it. I I'm put a stake in this week. Please follow us on Twitter at Fright Min. Send your feedback to FrightNightMin at gmail.com and please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, I'm Robin. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Tyson. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> What's the opposite of Ahoy? <laughs> <laughs> it's bye.
0: <laughs> He's a vampire. A
2: what? <laughs> ah. You're so cool, Brewster.